Hello legends, welcome to Blunt Force Healing podcast episode 220, which means it's 220 days since this podcast started, together with the blog that is underpinning this particular session that you're listening. So, yesterday was quite tiring and as some of you probably listened to the episode was quite short for the standard that I set myself uh, since the episode 200 but obviously I didn't want to just ramble for half an hour or 25 minutes with zero value for you and recover properly and rest, which I did. And today I was able to write, I think, decent post around our hike on Sunday when we tackled Eagles Rock in County Leitrim. This particular hike was amazing, especially that we didn't plan to go to Eagles Rock in particular on Sunday. I had it marked on Google Maps for a while because a couple of times when we were driving back from Dublin to Donegal, we actually drove through Glenade Valley couple of times and we saw all those magnificent cliffs and landscapes including the short glimpse of Loch Glenade or Glenade Loch which is a lake Glenade and it was always on my radar but because it was about 30-40 kilometers from us just outside Kinloch uh, we had enough interest points to visit closer to us and north uh, in the north part of Donegal. But for Sunday, we were already quite late to the game with our chores at home. And Saturday was quite a lazy day, I would say. And we decided to go somewhere. And I asked my wife and son, if they're okay if we go for a hike. And once they confirmed, I said, let's go to Eagles Rock then. And we didn't think twice. We packed ourselves for a light hike without any backpacking or anything like that, just water and relevant layers and we decided to tackle this one the drive to eagles rock from donegal town is quite easy it's just following the road towards sligo and then turning to kinloch the last bit is a bit narrow a standard i would say irish rural road that might bring shivers to some drivers from abroad, especially if they drive 
rented cars and are afraid to scratch them or dent them. These roads definitely might be a bit challenging for, for those. So it's a bit of a warning if you plan to go to Eagles Rock. And not to discourage you, but just to be aware. These roads are not busy. Well, I don't know how it is in the summertime, but we are already into late April and there was just a single car or two cars in there. There is a proper parking. Uh, I think it's maintained by County Council of County Leitrim. It's well maintained. It's a clean car park for about 10 or 15 cars, at least, uh, with informational um, sign there where you can read a little bit about the the surroundings, the area, the Eagle's Rock itself and the Hag's Leap. So a bit of explanation of what Eagle's Rock is. If you want to see the pictures, which I highly recommend, they, they don't exactly show or express what we could see with our own eyes, but at least you get the visuals of what's in store for you there if, if you decide to ever visit that place. Uh, the link to the blog is in the description of this episode and you can browse through any article but this link in the description should be straight leading you straight to the to today's um, report from our hike that I wrote and if you can see the pictures then fine if not I'll describe it for you what Eagles Rock is in essence is a piece of a cliff that got separated from the main steep slope of the hill and by the hill i mean it's actually almost a mountain because it's i think about 400 450 meters high at least the the hill itself maybe more than 500 so not really qualifies as a mountain yet because according to the average or more most common use scale and framework uh, the mountain is qualified with the peak prominence above 600 meters above sea level so it's still qualified as hill but if you see it you will say it's a mountain basically because of the prominence of that cliff and the amazing view that you can see there so the cliff is a big rocky wall very steep slope almost vertical then you have a little gap which is called hag's leap and in front of that cliff or the, the hill slope is a narrow piece of a cliff like a tooth or like i would say even a row of teeth in front of it 
and the that's the eagle's rock and eagle's rock is a formation that is high in itself it's a little bit lower than the cliff itself obviously because it erodes much faster than the than the slope but even though it's it's a bit lower than that i think the height is currently measured at 330 meters above sea level so you can compare it roughly to an eiffel tower including the tip of the tower which is exactly 330 meters obviously you need to account for that for the fact that eiffel tower probably sits at 30 35 meters uh, above sea level because paris is is about that high in this uh, place so that would give eiffel tower about 365 meters above sea level including the tip which is just about 35 meters higher than that but you can imagine the eiffel tower looks amazing in itself and it's high so imagine the rock formation of that size obviously it's it looks probably a bit smaller because the the valley itself is maybe a little bit higher than paris ground but i'm just getting into details too much the rock formation is huge in terms of height and it makes an impression the hike itself is fairly straightforward but i would divide it into three segments the first segment straight from the car park is fairly easy it goes through the farmlands no dogs allowed by any means so if you are dog owner i would adjust the plan to account for not being able to take the dog uh, with you on a hike but i wouldn't discourage you from the hike itself all the way to eagles rock is kind of i would say threefold so the first part is easy and the whole family can can walk it regardless of the fitness level i would say and uh, small kids would enjoy it there's usually a lot of sheep around and the road is a standard farmland road so uh, there's a couple of gates along the way but all of them can be opened easily and obviously as long as you respect the owner's land and not litter it and close the gates behind you every time there's no problem with with that that first part is probably about one one and a half kilometers maybe a mile long so that's decent in itself if you want to go for a hike for some walk with the family but within a spectacular environment the the scenic views and routes up to the the slope itself and the wall of that hill formation is is amazing in itself so quite enjoyable the second segment starts at the foot of the hill or the slope which is quite steep 
So I wouldn't recommend small kids because children tend to have less awareness about the risks and dangers and there's too much room for error there. Or sorry, there's not enough room for error there to take the kids with. There's too much risk to make a wrong footing or wrong step outside of the trail and the consequences can be really bad including fatal so the trail itself from the foot of the hill to the ridge is still a normal trail it's fairly easy i would say for an average adult or average fitness level though you need to make sure that you keep on the trail and avoid getting close to the to the edge of the slope because as i said loose stones and quite steep descent is is quite dangerous and this is like in in a serpentine or zigzag level um, format i would say that trail so it's it's quite a standard thing the the amazing thing is that if you if you walk the first segment from a distance there are thoughts in your head how the heck am i going to go up that slope and the only thing reasonable thing that you can see is probably on your right hand side where it eases down but it's very far so that doesn't look like three and a half kilometers i would be way way longer to get to the eagle's rock if you were to choose this way so it's quite amazing once once you get to the bottom of the hill and start climbing that zigzag then you realize it's it's not visible from a distance but it's actually there and you can quickly get to the ridge so that segment is is also not very challenging but you need to be careful and then you get to the ridge where there is a red bucket filled with stones which is a great idea by someone because i didn't appreciate that and actually i didn't think too much of it on the way up but i realized how important it is on the way down because once you come back it's very hard to find the spot where the the actual zigzag starts when you want to descend and that red bucket is basically a place for you to see quite or locate quite easily where the trail starts so you can go down and not fall of that treacherous ridge that can that you can mistake a lot of gaps for for potential descent and they they are they might be really dangerous there but once you get there to the top that's where a bit of challenge starts because it's a standard i would say turf or a bit of a bogland uh the hilltop 
and because there's not many traffic from hike, hiker perspective in there outside of season and i'm not sure if even in season there's a lot of people going there but i assume they are because the otherwise content e-trim wouldn't probably care that much about maintaining that trail but anyway there are multiple trails likely that were done by hikers at the hilltop but because of that low traffic most of the year and the fact that the boglands are dynamically changing all the time the trail is pretty much wiped away so you need to find your route to the viewpoint of eagles rock and this is where map is handy or any application that has a virtual map so you can find your way easier and avoid some inlets of a cliff and dangerous ridges and not get lost on the on the hilltop or well i don't think you might get lost completely but you might walk in a very wrong direction once the bogland becomes a bit unified and no significant landmarks are visible and you can't count on the eagle's rock because it's not visible from from the top until you reach the viewpoint so it's very hard to navigate unless you know where you're going and this is where map comes in handy there are parts of the trail you, you can find uh, segments here and there short segments where the trail where the, the hikers are actually using it so and are using it but in between you need to find your way and be careful to not fall into any deep uh, hole or anything like that but it's it's not super difficult it's just a, a bit challenging to navigate for for some people but once you get to the to the ridge and the viewpoint opposite to eagles rock it's very hard to express how amazing the views are that formation even with the details that i told you and the pictures that you can see on the blog is nowhere near the experience that we could we felt out there and will remember forever it's a deadly fall so you need to be very careful at the ridge but the fact that it's so isolated and it looks much much shorter or smaller from a distance even if you know what it is and how high it is but once you get there you actually see it not from the side but from up front and this is like a huge wall long wall with a couple of teeth kind of separated from it but it's 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 i would expect it's an amazing place for potential climbing not sure how that limestone works for climbers but it's definitely something that i would love to climb at some stage 
the shame is that it sits on the private land but while it's a shame to that you can't access really hag's leap unless you get there illegally and risk uh, some consequences or unpleasant encounter with someone it also means that you need to get permission if you're even thinking about climbing it as an experienced person and i i haven't heard about anyone climbing it yet but again i didn't read each and everything over the internet and there might have been approaches there so i am yet to find them the formation is amazing the views over the glenade valley are amazing and from that point i could see the other side the opposite formation of a similar kind to to the one that i was standing on and that was kilogs which i will be writing about and recording podcasts about tomorrow because spoiler alert this was the formation that i solo power hiked the next day on monday after work so the eagles rock is is amazing and the, the whole valley is an amazing formation or the, the the landscape created by glacier the one one uh interesting thing that i wrote in the in the blog post is that from the viewpoint we could see the glenade lake and the rest of the cliffs that are just going and going alongside the the valley wall but if you were close to glenade lake not far from it there is one particular cave there's a lot of a lot of caves in general in that limestone formation but some of them are hidden small smaller or bigger ones usually unexplored because they are on the on the different heights uh, but one in particular which is also inaccessible for uh, a regular individual is Paul Nambert, which is a the cave of bears and why it has its name is because in 1997 a pair of uh, cave explorers reached uh, there and descended the six meters very very um, very steep descent and found the chamber where there was there were a lot of bones which later on have been researched and explored further with further expeditions and experts and identified as the brown bear bones later on dated to about two and a half thousand years bc which is about four thousand and six hundred from from now which means also that 
the settlers of Island of Ireland lived in parallel with brown bears until the until the bears were went extinct. But the sad story around it is that there were not only bones of a of an adult bear specimens, but a lot of bones of young cubs and further investigation of the timeline and how the cave was built, how the water was flushing out limestone and uh, different sediments uh, geologically were uh, associated with the timeline. The researcher, uh, researchers have concluded that, well, I don't think it's a, it's a final conclusion, but the most likely scenario is that most of these cubs were unable to climb the six meter ascent. So they basically died in their own nursery because we know that this cave was used by bears uh, as a nursery for a couple of good seasons. So that's a bit of a sad story there. But on top of this, these researches and the DNA samples and further breakthroughs, in researching brown bears, the Irish ones and non-Irish ones, it turns out, and it's very likely that all polar bears on Earth are descendants of a brown bear in Ireland. So the Irish brown bear, which is a fascinating thing, if you consider that small island of Ireland here. Obviously, the landscape was different. Uh, millions of years ago and even hundreds of thousands of years ago as a glacier was forming that that valley and and the hills but it's still quite amazing how small this world is if if we consider all those connections and associations yeah so the hike was great uh, together we did probably just shy of seven kilometers there was a decent elevation gain and amazing weather and views so we're definitely going back to Glenade Valley for some other hike there's a couple of peaks and places that I want to visit myself as well solo so definitely I'll be going there and writing reports from my trips and from hikes of our family again if you like them leave some form of feedback either on the blog or on YouTube or here on Spotify. I highly appreciate your time listening to that long episode that is just reaching 27 minutes. Uh, I will be wrapping up now. Have a great rest of the day, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. Stay safe and stay tuned for more as I'll be returning tomorrow with another story and another write-up of my solo hike. Mm -hmm.